ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Golden Point Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Foster, and with me as always is the one and only Mr. Brad Winter. On this episode, Brad and I are going to go in depth on the NFL schedule for the AFC teams at least. Next week's episode will be for the NFC. And then, but before we do that, I want to remind you that the Denver Nuggets are the team that won the If the NBA Playoffs Started Today tournament uh, that we're doing on our Facebook page. Uh, a fun tournament. Kind of a, kind of a surprise the Nuggets won. I, you know, the Lakers got out in the first round. You know, I, granted, I get it. Probably more haters voted against them than anything. But, hey, it is what it is. So, uh, but the Nuggets won that. And then um, we also have the Mascot Madness Tournament still going on. We're still going to have that going on for probably the next month, I would think at least. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I, it's been a lot of fun. And so if you want to join in on that fun, uh, just check out the Facebook page, Golden Point Sports. And, uh, yeah, we will uh, – you can vote on who your favorite mascot of the two is and then just kind of watch their uh, progression through the tournament. All right, Brad, before we get started, first and foremost, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. Uh, it's a great weekend. We went and celebrated Mother's Day yesterday. Or I say celebrated, we were a Chinese takeout. Uh, and I got, I got Brittany a little cookie cake uh, from a local really good cookie place around here uh, in OKC. But uh, Saturday we went out and did some hiking. Uh, it seems to be something that we've been enjoying a lot lately. So it's a little challenging with an 11-month-old, but, you know, not too bad. So how are you doing, sir? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. You know, we uh, we actually uh, celebrated Mother's Day yesterday. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there listening. Um, I hope we do have a couple out there. And then also uh, we actually had Chinese takeout too. Um, oh, nice. And then uh, got our co- I got our cookie cake as well on Saturday. Isn't that something? Anyways, yeah. um, so, uh, but, yeah, so – Mother Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, but uh, let's get started here, Brad. Um, the last dance last night, this next Sunday is going to be the season finale of it. Um, I think Michael Jordan, I think he I think he really showed that he's just a, a very competitive person, and uh, he expects his teammates and the people around him to be competitive as well, and I think that that's fine in my opinion uh, because, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's the greatest of all time, um, and so, you know, Maybe he doesn't expect you to be better than him, but he expects you to at least pull your weight and try to be as good as him. And so um, that's really what I got from it. Also, the you know, when he was talking about his dad getting murdered, a very sad situation. But, um, man, I really just felt the emotion uh, when he was talking about that. And so, um, you know, you kind of see a really personal side of, uh, of MJ that, you, uh, that you, you definitely like to see out of people. You want to see that they're, hey, they're human too. And so, um, but yeah, that, that's really what I kind of got out of last night's episodes and, um, I'm excited for the season finale. Yeah, it's been, it's been so far and, uh, I, yeah, like you're saying the competitiveness, it just shows you how much either you're being positive or negative rubs off on people. Um, and so that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, his father being murdered, I've been kind of waiting for that. Not because I like that, but. I just wanted to see how his reaction was going to be. I mean, because when he – when his father died and he went to baseball in 94, I was only like three and a half – I was only like, yeah, like four years old. Uh, 
uh, almost five. And so I don't remember that, but I know a, obviously that's a big moment in his life because the first four episodes, I mean, his father is definitely an integral part of his life uh, moving up to leading up to the fifth episode. And so, so yeah, so I thought that was good. And, and I saw, and, and our guest that will be on later this week uh, is, is Malcolm Lemons. And, and I, he posted something, I think on Twitter, talking about how, you know, the more vulnerable you are as a superstar, the more the fans are going to – the more fans you'll get because they want to see that side. They want to see that you're not just a superhuman. And I, and I think, you know, with Michael, yeah, we knew he was a gambler. Uh, you know, we know he likes drinking his scotch and drink, uh, smoking a cigar. Uh, but – and then really up to episode five, he still looks kind of superhuman to you. Uh, all he wants to do is win. And, uh, you know, he makes fun of Jerry Krause, sure, but – uh, it was not, yeah, it was definitely good to see the emotional part of him come out in episode five because you want to see that he's human too. So, right, right, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, it's it's been an, an exciting series and uh, and it does come to an end this Sunday. Um, but uh, I think you can actually, I think you can, you can probably find the whole series maybe on like ESPN Plus or mm-hmm. uh, I think it's gonna be on Netflix too when they get done with it. So, yeah, so when it's done, it's on, it's gonna be on Netflix right now. You could find it. You just go to the ESPN app. It doesn't. You don't even have to have ESPN Plus. You can watch. Previous, that's what I've been doing up until this point. Is going back on nice. episodes. So nice. All right. So uh, you know, speaking of basketball, just changing gears here a little bit. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal came out and said that he thinks that the NBA should scrap the season. Brad, um, I mean, do you agree? And if you do, if you don't agree, when do you think it's too late to start again? Yeah, so I know at one point the NBA came out and said, "Hey, we want to crown a champion by Labor Day," and uh, I think that's I think that's still feasible. But I think on the flip side of it is, I know they had this break here with COVID, so you're like, "Oh, well, they've had like two, three months off, so they really they don't need that break in between uh, what would be a postseason and the next season starting." Uh, but I think in Shaq's defense, I mean, if I'm a player and I wouldn't say I win a championship the, the Saturday before Labor Day or a Sunday before Labor Day. And then within the next three weeks, I'm back to playing, you know, back at training camp and, 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 and getting ready for the next season and starting preseason games. Uh, you don't – you almost don't feel like you get a real break. Uh, and I think that's where the NBA players want to be at. The uh, seasons are very – already long enough. And the NBA, I think, already came out, if I believe so, and said, hey, we're not doing Christmas. Like, that's not going to be the start of our season. Uh, at least I think I saw it somewhere. But in saying that, I mean, if you're not going to start at Christmas, if I'm a player, I mean – as much as I want to watch them play, I think this would be a fun playoff uh, just because of the circumstances and, and what we could see maybe change-wise to the playoffs just because of it. But I, I just think if they're not going to move it up to Christmas, players aren't going to want to play and then take a three-week break and come back again and play again. So is there a certain date? Like, do you think that if they can't start it by, say, July, then maybe it's just time to scrap it? Yeah. Or even we, before that? Yeah. I, a lot of people might say, like, June 1st. Um, a July could work, but again, you're going to have to probably go down to like best of three in, in a division, you know, in, in, the, in the first round. And most people don't want a best of three because you're like, well, if you do a best of three, well, then what if the Lakers, you know, it, a, a better team might lose because it's a best of three. Um, you know, I mean, just think about that. If, if it was best of three, uh, when MJ and them go down 0-2 to, uh, was it the, the not the Suns, the Lakers, whoever they were playing. At one point, they go down 0-2. I think it might have even been the, the, the Pistons. Oh, no, it was the Knicks. So they go down 0-2 to the Knicks. And, and uh, you know, if it was best of three, MJ doesn't win what doesn't win another title. You know, he, he has five titles of six. So in saying that, uh, 
many people might not like that. I don't think it's a bad idea because, again, I would like to see some kind of sports going before football starts. So I guess maybe if you're in the sports world, you're like, hey, scrap basketball because it makes college football even more exciting and NFL more exciting because we waited that long for a sport to come back. So um, I think it really just I – mean, it, it can go either way. But, I mean, I think July 1st might be the absolute latest. Uh, but, again, if you're not going to push the beginning of next season to, say, December or Christmas Day, I don't know if it's worth going and playing and then taking that only a couple of weeks off and going right back to a long, already long NBA season. Yeah, you know, I like um, – I mean, I would like to have the NBA playoffs, but I think that if they decide to start it back again, if they decide to finish this season out, I think it will have an effect on next season. So I think at some point um, – I think if, if you can't decide within the next month, so middle of June, to start the season back over – and, and I'm not saying start it like, you know, and just say, oh, well, players can come back in and practice together. I'm saying, like, start it. Like, they need to, you know, here it is today. It's, it's Monday the uh, – it's Monday, May 11th, right? So, I'm saying by June the 12th – I don't know what day that is, but by June 12th, I mean, they probably need to have, a, a, you know, the season started. They probably need to have the, the postseason started. I think the season – the regular season, you pretty much have to scrap it, I think, and just because mm-hmm. what's the point in having a team like the Atlanta Hawks playing, you know? Um, and yeah, I get it. Vince Carter I means his career is over with. But, um, yeah. So, uh, but um, also speaking of that real quick, uh, what what about the NHL? Do you think uh, – I think their minor league uh, – their minor leagues, uh, the AHL, did, uh, did officially shut down for the season. What do you feel about the NHL? Um, and they're possibly restarting. Do you think they won't? Yeah. I, so AHL is definitely it's it's easier to close down. I mean, this minor league, your attendance isn't as big, following's not as big, uh, and these guys going to shot at this point in the season uh, unless there's injuries, uh, pretty slim. So I, I get why they shut down a, the the minor league, the AHL, uh, NHL. Again, it, I think I'm going to go on this, the air on the side of even basketball. I mean, you you have such a long season, and if you're not going to maybe uh, revise your the, when you start the, the following season. At this point, I mean, you got to think, is, is it worth crowning a champion and then getting poor hockey, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season because people are already worn out and then they're going again all the way up till June, you know? It, I, so that's the thing. I mean, I love that you have all these games. Cool, you know, that, that's neat that we get to go for eight, nine months with a certain sport. But that's when, it, when a pandemic hits like this, it's hard. I mean, you can't just say, hey, we'll, we'll start in two months and then we'll take a week break and start, start to, you know, the 2020, 2021 season. That's just on your body. That's just not good. And so uh, do, will the NHL start? Uh, I think, I again, I I think this close to playoffs, they should at least do something, uh, whether it's a round robin or it's a double elimination or it's cut the series down to like three, four games. But if it wasn't this close to the playoffs, they'd say, okay, let's just scrap it. You know, we're at we're at all-star break. That's fine, whatever. We'll just scrap it. But when you're this close to the playoffs, it's hard for me to sit there and say, yeah, let's shut down the rest of the season uh, at this point. And then you got guys who are like, hey, I worked so hard this season. And, and you can say that at the half-point season too. But, again, when you're this far into it, when you're only weeks away from the playoffs, it's like, man, I worked my butt off to get us to this, you know, third seed when we're sitting eighth beginning of the season, whatever the case may be. And so I think they should at least be able to do something. Again, 
people aren't going to like it. People don't like one one in those types of of leagues. People don't like the one game playoff thing. Uh, but I mean, maybe that's just the way you're going to have to go until you get to the conference finals. Yeah, you know, and I, I feel the same way about the NHL like I do the NBA. If they don't start, I, I feel like if they don't start, you know, within the next say month, um, then uh, then yeah, I think it's it's going to affect next year's season. Um, but I think it also is going to, you know, I think that maybe you have to say scrap it. I mean, because you you don't, I I know that you don't want to give them that much of a break. But you know, if you're if you're not starting by June, by the middle of June, then you're probably not going to start till July at least. Well, if you don't start by July, then when are you going to start? I mean, if you're going to take all the precautions to start, then it's going to be August, right? So, um, I mean, and then October is when the season's supposed to actually start. Mm-hmm. I, I or the preseason, I uh, I'm not exactly sure, but anyways, uh, either way, you know, you can't give them just a, a month break and whatnot. Uh, even though I know that they've had this break here, but I feel like in a way this break is a little different because they, because I'm sure that they've stayed in shape, or you would think they've stayed. I would think that they tried to stay as ready as possible, um, and so uh, you know when they take that break, maybe for like a month. You know, maybe they kind of slack off a little bit for a month and say, okay, I'm just going to give my body a rest for a month. And then, you know, they get back to it. So I, I just feel like that um, – I just feel like they they wouldn't get a true break. And uh, it's the same way with the NHL, the NBA, both. Um, yeah. The, the MLB, Brad, they came out today uh, that they're, they're submitting a proposal that the owners, uh, apparently today, uh, we're recording this on a Monday, has already agreed to it. Uh, they're submitting a proposal to the players. Um, they're going to submit it tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, that would start the season around July 4th, Brad. Now, our our, our Bruce Marcus and I, our guest that we had on last week, uh, we talked to him about the season starting around July 4th. And, uh, you know, for baseball, I think this is fine. But, obviously, the season is going to have to be really shortened for them. Uh, I would think – I think they were looking at, what, about 100 games or so. And so, which, I mean, listen – I'm a, I, I like baseball, okay, I'm a big Cardinals fan, but I, uh, 100 games of baseball is fine with me. I mean, was 184? Um, and so, 82. Okay, see, I may even get them two more games. Um, and so, the thing is, is like, I, you know, 100 games, I'm fine with that. I mean, and so, um, but I think at the same time, you know, if you don't start till, until July – yeah, people are going to be – I think people will be more interested. But, again, you know, football season, if they're going to start football season right on time, it'll be just like every year. People start to forget about baseball, Brad, and when football starts. And, uh, you know, and that's sad in a way, especially for people who are bigger fans of baseball than football. But I know a lot of baseball fans who they immediately start watching football. Um, they immediately start caring about football more, um, even though – I mean, even though baseball is right there. Now, granted – there may be a fans of teams that aren't very good, but uh, that might be part of it. But anyways, um, yeah, I just um, I I like the fact that they're that they're wanting to start and they're trying to start around July fourth. I think that that's best, and obviously it's probably not going to be with fans. But but how do you feel about it, Brad? Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, any kind of sports at this point would be good. Uh, I think I no offense to the Korean baseball organization, but I had to watch rather watch MLB than KBO. Um, but but I, will I, say, yeah. I personally have not watched any of the KBL. I'm I sorry. Yeah. It, it didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't really digging it, but 
I will say, I mean, just think of it. Like, the UFC just had a fight. And granted, there was no fans in the stands, but just had a fight. People watched it. I bet you that was probably one of their better pay-per-view events in probably a good six, seven years maybe. Uh, again, because there's nothing on. And on top of that, uh, people just want to watch sports. And so I'm thinking, you know, if I'm MLB, I mean, even look at the NBA. So the NBA had a, that, that uh, strike shortened season where they came out on Christmas Day a couple years ago. People, they had some of their highest ratings that season because it was shorter and, and every game mattered at that point. And so if, if I'm baseball, I mean, I'm okay with that because, you know, are our ratings go up? Probably. I mean, there's nothing else going on right now. People don't want to watch KBO or reruns of the American Cornhole League. Uh, they want to watch real sports. And so uh, no offense to the KBO. Um, but in saying that, uh, and then at, if it's at 100 games, most year, I would say at least 60%. Your games matter more than they did uh, back when it was a full season starting in May. And so that's what I like. And I would say this, too, like going real quick back to the NBA and NHL, the MLB implemented that one game wild card playoff game two, two three years ago. And home field goes to the highest uh, the high, or the uh, the highest record into that wild card game. So the one usually the number one spot on wild card. Um, and people like it because that game matters. You know, you, you you can't just lose that game and say, well, we'll make it up in games two two through five. Uh, you, you can't do that. And so uh, in NBA and NHL, I mean, especially in the season we're in, I don't see that being a bad idea doing a, a one-game playoff. And then when you get to the conference finals, and yeah, sure, stretch it out to seven games. But anyway. No, I, I like that idea. I do. Uh, when it comes to the MLB, the NHL, the, the NBA, Brad, what um, what I guess I guess my thing would be is okay if you're if you're not gonna have fans at those at those uh, at at those do you when do you implement fans you know do you implement fans especially I guess more with the more or less with the MLB do you implement fans you know at any point in the season or do you say mm, let's not do you maybe wait till the playoffs to implement fans. You know, what, when is a good time, do you think, to implement fans as well? Yeah, so for me, I think it's just following the phases that have been put out. Uh, I know it's going to look different for each state. Like Oklahoma and Tennessee have been reopened. Uh, but states like Denver, California – or, sorry, not Denver, but Colorado, California, you know, they are, they're still on lockdown. I have a brother in New Jersey and I have a brother in Seattle, and they're both still on lockdown. Yeah, I can go wherever I want. Uh, obviously, a mask, is, a mask is encouraged, but I can go kind of wherever I want. And so, in my mind, I mean, I would think – it's hard right now because that, that's probably something that we haven't really thought about a whole lot when we're talking about it is, is that each state kind of goes by their own guidelines. Um, that's the whole point of a democracy. <laughs> like, like you're not just, Hey, we're going to put this and everybody has to do it unless it's extreme measures. Uh, but, you know, I would say uh, if people can go back to the stores in most states with masks on, I mean, could we not just say, Hey, like at the game, I know it's going to be a little bit more headache for them. I, I, I get it. But why don't we do a temperature check? Hey, you got to wear a mask to enter into the facilities. Um, you know, have have less people. I mean, you know, yeah. if a if a stadium holds fifty thousand, say I'm sorry, but only you know ten to fifteen thousand can be there. Yeah. Um, you know, granted, is it going to be really spread out? Sure, uh, but they're still making a little bit of revenue, and they're also and, and you know, and no no slight to baseball, but there's not a whole lot of times when baseball stadiums are filled up, anyways. You know, uh, yeah, and that's true. And, most and basketball, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was to say NHL and NBA stadium arenas. I mean, you're only looking at like seventeen to twenty thousand on a on a regular basis. That's that's your capacity. Now, where they're at, I mean, it just depends on the team. But right. um, but yeah, I mean, again, it's a little extra measures. But that's the thing too. Like, are are they are are the leagues more worried about public health or the fact that they're not going to make money? So, I, and I'm not I'm not trying to like put a, like a open a can of worms. Maybe I am, but I mean, more of a devil advocate is is are they worried about starting so late? Not because of the players' health, but because they think, well, no one should be at the game. So, what's the point of doing doing the games? Because we need to make money. So, right. uh, and the NBA wasn't doing too well. I mean, I looked at a set the other day. The NBA was not doing too well. Uh, they were a little bit down in their revenue before COVID, and then all this happened. So, I mean, they could be like, hey, we were already down. We'd rather just completely take the loss than trying our best to do what we can do. So, I, I don't know. but Right, right. Yeah, I I think that uh, – I, I saw a thing, too, where the uh, the government the governor of Oregon uh, came out and said, you know, no sporting – no no attendance at uh, live events until at least after September, I believe. So – uh, I know Oregon Ducks and Ohio State fans, Oregon Ducks especially, Oregon Duck, Oregon versus Ohio State was supposed to happen in September in Oregon or at Oregon Stadium. And so, um, yeah, I know I know that they're upset about that uh, for all of our uh, hopeful Duck fans listening. Um, but, yeah, it should have been a good, exciting game. And, hey, hopefully it will still take place. Now there are, you know, speaking of colleges, I mean, locally, uh, we, we've seen colleges, I, like I've seen the Tennessee Vols, you know, uh, UT Knox has come out and they said, hey, we're expecting students back on campus in August. So I think that's a good sign for college football. I mean, you know, because if you're going to have the if you're going to have the students back on campus, then, you know, why can't you at least have the games on, you know, have the games still happen? Now, maybe again, maybe no fans, but it, it's going to be a weird year in sports and I don't think it's over with yet. Um, but yeah, so the the last thing before we get to the uh, before we get to the schedule. Uh, talking about the NFL schedule, Brad, is uh, NASCAR is returning Sunday, Brad. I I don't know how big of a fan you are of NASCAR. Now I'm I'm a, you know I'm not a huge fan, but I I do like Jimmy Johnson. I've always been a supporter of his, and uh, and I will watch NASCAR. Um, you know, a lot of times NASCAR is not my biggest. Uh, you know, it's not it's not something I always watch, but um, but yeah, it's definitely something I'll probably be watching this Sunday for sure. But um, they'll be in Darlington, uh, in South Carolina, um, this Sunday. No fans will be in attendance. But, uh, Brad, I mean, will you be watching or, you know, just because it's sports? Uh, you know, I would love to say that I'll be watching, but uh, I haven't watched NASCAR in probably about 18 years. Uh, and, I mean, maybe you can believe it, maybe you can't. Maybe you can't. I don't know. My stepdad would have it on once in a while, and I would uh, catch maybe a couple laps and be like, all right, this is kind of boring. Uh, but but nonetheless, it, it's cool. So if you like NASCAR, I've got a really good friend in New Orleans that loves NASCAR, um, loves it, and so I know he'll be excited. But for me, uh, that's cool. I mean, I'm excited for it. Um, I also saw before we came on, uh, just watching some Sports Center and whatnot, and uh, and the uh, golf. Uh, there's a Fort Worth, Texas. There's a competition in Fort Worth, Texas, and the mayor, I believe it was. Is uh is wanting them to come there and uh and have their event still that's supposed to happen in June I believe and so um and so she's wanting them to come and still do that event of course no fans and I think in all honesty I mean to me I don't think golf can happen I mean like like okay you sometimes you have two people to attend two people going at the same time 
But honestly, I mean, can they not stay six feet apart from each other? It, that's my thing, you know. And so, um, yeah, I, I, golf is just a sport that I – and I like golf. I play golf. I mean, not very good, but I play it. And so, Right. Uh, and so the thing is, though, is, I mean, you know, golf just seems to be a sport that, hey, could could definitely come back. I, I don't see why not. I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know if tennis was supposed to be going on right now. I don't think it was. But, uh, but if it was supposed to be, tennis seems like a sport that could happen right now, you know. So, um, again, a lot of these things not going to happen with fans in attendance. And I don't know. I don't know when they will. I mean, um, we may go through. I hope we don't go through the whole NFL season without attendance uh, because we're and the college football season without attendance because we're we're about to talk about the NFL season and there's a lot of games and I'm uh, with the schedule that came out. There's a lot of games that I'm excited about uh, seeing and seeing uh, on TV as well as possibly going to in person. And so, Brad, let's jump into that, shall we? All right, Brad. So we're gonna we're only gonna do the AFC on this episode, but on the next episode we're gonna do the NFC. And uh, and so you know if your team's in the NFC, don't worry. Next episode, the reason why we're doing the AFC first is because well, the AFC representative, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. It's only fair to do it that way. Okay, no coin toss was done or anything like that. But anyway, speaking of the Chiefs. Let's start off with the Chiefs, Brad. Um, I guess we could do it like uh, I could go over the pros to the Chiefs, then you go over it. We'll hit the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, and then we'll so on and so on and uh, just kind of go through it like that. So the Chiefs, for me, the pro to their schedule is um, is they get a lot of exposure with their five-time primetime games, but I think a con to that, um, is I think that they'll they'll have to be in a lot of shootouts. I think with teams like the Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Ravens, and and maybe even the Broncos twice, I think that they could be in a shootout. And also, they play a very good Bills defense on a short week Thursday night game, Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a <clears throat> I think there's some good ones like you were saying. When I mean, they had the patch at home, we're not really sure what to expect from them this season with Tom Brady being on. Uh, but I mean. They get – I mean, they at least get their divisional rivals at least once at home. Uh, so, that's a pro, too. I mean, obviously it is. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of pros. I have a little bit more cons than pros. But – and then so – but let me go – so, before we go into Broncos, sorry. Before we go into the Broncos, let me just say a con about their schedule real quick. Um, and that is really uh, – I mean, they have a lot of hard opponents on the road. And so, they have – I mean, they play week two. I mean, you can say they're hard. We'll see. I think their defense will be great. You have the Chargers, second week of the season. Uh, you, you have the Ravens at Baltimore. You have the Bills at Buffalo. You have the Bucks at Tampa. You have the Saints at New Orleans. And so, I mean, to me, uh, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm, a, I'm just a little nervous. Again, I think their offense is great. They only added to it in the draft. Uh, their defense came around late in the season. Uh, so maybe there's nothing to worry about, but having those games on the road about my Chiefs fan is scary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I I think that that's yeah. I I I think that's very true. I mean, I think that the Chiefs. Um, I think they have a very favorable schedule, but the thing is, is the the t- their hardest opponents seem like they're on the road, and um and so we're we're gonna see we're gonna see how they do. I I I expect them to be in the playoffs again. Um, but I think they. They're going to go through a harder schedule. 
Yeah, and, and and then as we move on to the Broncos, you know, a pro a pro could be they have the Jets in the, in the fourth week, and I, and I say that because I mean they're opening up against your Titans, my Steelers, and then they're playing against Tampa Bay again. Tampa Bay, uh, I'm sure they they're not a lot of them are not used to out to they play in Florida, which is like you're at ground zero of altitude, and they go to Denver, and then you play mile high, you know, um, so that might be effective. But uh, if I'm Denver, I mean that's good. Uh, you know, you get a break there, a little bit of break there with the Jets. And if you're a Jets fan listening to this, I'm sorry, but I just don't trust your Jets. Uh, other than that, I mean, they do get Kansas City and they do get the Saints at home and the Bills. And so that could be a plus, especially the Saints, because the Saints are used to playing indoors. Uh, and then the rest of their divisional teams are either indoors or in nice sunny weather. So uh, that could be a, a benefit for them. So for as pro, I feel like they're harder opponents uh, for one, yeah, I mean, you have the first three are going to be pretty tough. I feel like, uh, and then you're but but you do have the Titans at home, you have the Bucks at home, uh, you you're going to have the Chargers at home at least once. The Saints, uh, I think I did say they'd be at the Chiefs. They'd have the oh they would have the Chiefs at home because they're a divisional playoff obviously, and then you have the Bills at home. So I mean, that's not I think as far as your tougher opponents, uh, you're, it's looking pretty favorable there being at home and being at the altitude that you're at. Yeah, I actually, for the Broncos, the pro and con for me, um, they go together. And I agree, really, we kind of have the same same here, is their first three games are not going to be easy. Uh, they're a young and inexperienced offense. But two of those three games are at home. And uh, I think that that's, you know, that can – I think that that only helps out a young, inexperienced offense. And at the same time, they're an inexperienced offense, but the teams they're playing – means they're not experienced against them. So, I mean, you know, granted, it, it may fall more on the shoulders of, of the Broncos, but at the same time, the teams again playing against them, um, I mean, that might – I mean, it might bode well for them in a way. So, but, yeah, I, I agree they um, – it's just a, a really tough start for them, but uh, the schedule kind of starts evening out for them a lot. But, uh, but, all right, so the Raiders are next, a pro for them. Um, listen, they get a lot of good exposure uh, for the new stadium, if it's ready, of course. Uh, they have four primetime games at home, Brad. Uh, but, again, the con is that their primetime games are against the Saints, Bucks, Chiefs, and then a stingy Chargers defense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. Great, you got it. You get exposure to your team. You get exposure to your new stadium. But <laughs> I mean, you got some really tough opponents coming into town uh, to play you in that new stadium. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I would like to come up with something very unique and different. But I think I'm on the same wavelength as you are. You, you get exposure to what a stadium that looks really awesome. Um, and and I, the Rams are obviously opening up a new stadium. Uh, but the, that Raiders stadium just looks nice. It looks really sleek and nice. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you do get a few play, people at home, but you're also in a new city. So I know Las Vegas is, a, a, a quote, unquote, excited about a new NFL team, uh, but you got to build a fan base. And so I, I, I see a lot more cons uh, just because of their situation, new stadium, new city, uh, new fans. Uh, and, and But like you were saying, uh, they're on national TV and some pretty bigger – uh, teams or, or, or bigger or, you know, more expectations, teams with more expectations, I would say. 
Um, right. And then, and then if we go into, uh, last but not least, uh, the Chargers, uh, for one, I really like their new uniforms. So that's a pro for me. I get to see some of their new uniforms. I think a lot of people voted them as some of the best uniforms they saw this offseason. Uh, but if you look at L.A., I mean, you got you got Kansas. I mean, of course, you're splitting Kansas City uh, two times a season. Uh, we get them early in the season at home, I believe, in week two. Um, and my schedule, here we go. It was frozen for me. Uh, but, I mean, again, a con is you play at the Bucks, you play at the Saints. Um, that's pretty tough. Um, and then uh, you're at the Bills. Uh, you get the Patriots at home. Uh, and then you finish at Kansas City. So, uh, with somebody – I mean, you're bringing in an inexperienced quarterback, Justin Herbert. I know they said they've given the range to Tyrod Taylor. We saw how Tyrod Taylor happened – what happened with him in Cleveland. Uh, will it be a repeat? I mean, we kind of mentioned that a little bit in our NFL uh, draft recap, you know. Uh, but uh, so for me, an ex- inexperienced uh, quarterback, you know, you're, uh, to me that – and you might say, well, it's just a quarterback, but that's the problem. Like, your quarterback's the, your biggest playmaker most of the time. Unless uh, Eckler just has an amazing season, the line just is short up and they can do well there. So uh, to me, if I'm a Chargers fan, uh, I'm not expecting – maybe not expecting playoffs d- this fast. I agree, but they do have a really good defense, Brad, and I they think do. that they could. I think they could be kept in the mini games with that defense. Uh, I think a pro to theirs is honestly, I, I expect Tyrod Taylor to start. But if Herbert were to start, if Justin Herbert were to start, we could get Herbert versus Burrow in Week One, Brad. Uh, I think that that would be a very interesting uh, matchup. Uh, one I would actually be interested in seeing. Um, but also, I think. Um, you know the fact that I think the biggest con to their playoff to their to their uh, to to their season is is the fact that listen they play uh, they play the Bucks and the Saints yeah like you said they play them back to back on the road so they're they're gonna have to stay um, you know New Orleans not on the East Coast but it's in the it's in the eastern part of the state it's more eastern than than the than California is that's for sure yeah so uh, basically you know what the charges again. You know, Bucks, Saints, back to back on the road, and then we have the Texans. Um, you know, we'll jump into the AFC South. The, the Houston Texans. You know, they are a, a pro. Is the second half of their schedule is very favorable, but the con is the first half's not, Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really see them uh, by bye week going one and six, uh, only getting their only win against the Jags. But again, we'll see. I, I and you're like, well, it's Houston, yeah, but they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. They picked up an injured. David Johnson, they didn't do well in the draft. Bill O'Brien, I mean, who knows what he's doing. We don't know if we're going to get a healthy J.J. Watt for most of this season. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they could very well be one in six. Uh, and after that, I mean, two, maybe four to five wins after that. So, I mean, to me, I mean, you might be seeing them uh, just right slightly above the Jaguars in the AFC South, although they're still deemed as the, the favorites going into AFC South, just slightly over the Colts. Uh, but it's for me with everything that's happened and their schedule, it's hard for me to see that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, like I said, our first half is just not favorable at all, especially those first few games. Uh, second half is, um, but it, it, maybe it's not as favorable though, because I mean, you know, if they were to have an injury or something, um, yeah. Um, we'll jump to the Titans here. Um, listen, I think a pro to their schedule is it's a favorable schedule. I think uh, I think all the way through it's pretty favorable. Uh, they have, I think, three home games at, at one time. Uh, I don't think they play on the road for about six weeks, Brad. That, that's crazy. Anyways, uh, now granted that's through a bye week and everything. Um, 
and my math could be wrong too. But anyways, uh, so they get um, so they get a Sunday night football game that they weren't flexed into, and I can't tell you the last time I saw them in one that that they get flexed into it. Um, now, granted, though, the problem is they could get flexed out of that spot too because it's at the end of the year. But um, so a con is uh is you know listen they play the Colts, Ravens, and uh, and Colts in that order, Brad. Um, but they do get a very small break before the Ravens. Um, kind of like, a, you know, they play the Colts on Thursday night and then they play the Ravens. So, I mean, it's not all bad, but uh, that's that right there could determine their season. They go 0-3 in that stretch. And, I mean, I don't know if they can – I don't know if they'll be able to overcome it. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I think I'm going to say the same thing with Houston Texans. But you're saying the Houston Texans, I feel like the first half the the – schedule is not favorable and saying that I don't see them going one and six like the Texans but I can see them very well going three and three or or maybe four and two in that stretch that, they're used to doing that Brad they're used to going more two of four but hey yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean their first the, I mean their first uh, game of the season is a Monday night football game against the Broncos at, at Mile House so uh, I mean who knows I mean again altitude I mean that plays that really does play a factor uh, but yeah I can see them going maybe three and three or four and two in the first half before they're by. And then after that, I mean, besides the, the Colts, Raven Colts, uh, little uh, <laughs> rough patch there, uh, the only, the toughest game they have in the second half, might you might be able to say it, is at Green Bay. And so, uh, so yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 told, I was telling you on your status the other day, I really well can see them going 10 and 6, uh, maybe even pushing 11 and 5. So, yeah. No, I mean, I, hey, I mean, I guess I hope so. Um, all right. So the Colts, uh, the pro for them, I could see them starting out seven and zero. Honestly, it's that favorable. I really think it's that favorable. I think the Minnesota Vikings are are the hardest opponent in that in that stretch, and then I think they meet up with the Ravens in Week Eight, I believe. Um, and uh, and then listen, they got they have a lot of those big games at home too, Brad. That's a big deal in my opinion. I mean, because a lot of the big games being at home, uh, I think the Ravens are at home too, I believe, right? And so. Um, yeah, just uh, when you when you have a lot of big games, but they're at home, I think it makes a difference. Uh, now, granted, if there's no fans there, then that might not make that much of a difference. It's just another place. But, um, you know, listen, but uh, I think a con is the fact that they play the Ravens, then they have a short week and play the Titans. So to kind of wrap it in with uh, the whole Titans scenario as well, I mean, you know, that's uh, they're at Tennessee that week too. So I think that, yeah, you may start out 7-0, and but it looks like, I mean, they could be seven and two uh, going into week uh, ten. Yeah, I, seven and two is not not bad. I think it'll be they'll be six and one, I believe, or maybe even five and one. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I had them as uh, five and one going into the bye week, uh, just because I think they'll lose to the Vikings. I know it's at home. Uh, I know the Vikings. Maybe not. Maybe because all the changes that have happened on their defense uh, and losing Stephon Diggs. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe. They'll lay an egg, and maybe the Colts will be seven and zero when they go into the Ravens game at home. Uh, but yeah, obviously their their schedule is very favorable. I mean, yeah, they play the Ravens and at the Titans, and they play Green Bay, and then they have Titans at home. And then other than the the Steelers in Week 16, uh, I don't see a whole lot of competition there for them uh, outside of the uh, Ravens, Titans, uh, Green Bay Titans little stretch they have there after their bye week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean they. Like I said, favorable schedule for them as well, and uh, I think the Colts. I mean, I think with the schedule, the way it's shaping up for them, I think that they're that they, unless they fall off a cliff, I think they're definitely, um, 
yeah, I think that they could definitely uh, go into having a really good um, – I think that they could have a really good season to make the playoffs. But we'll talk about that stuff, uh, you know, a little later on down the road. All right, so uh, the Jaguars are next. I think a pro to their schedule is uh, the schedule helps them get Trevor Lawrence. And a con is the schedule helps them get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, uh, either way, they should be in the bidding war for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Their first – you think, well, look at their first half. It's not too bad. But, again, it's the Jags. Uh, I don't think they really improved. Maybe their defense improves by adding C.J. Henderson and a few others. Uh, but, yeah, that first half is probably their best chance to get maybe get two or three wins. Uh, then after the bye, I mean, maybe two wins after that. I, I So, yeah, it's not looking too good. Right. Uh, all right. So, after the Jacks, let's switch to the AFC North. We have the Ravens. Um, Listen, their biggest pro is the fact that well, they don't travel very far at all, Brad. They don't go to the West Coast. Uh, I think the farthest they farther the farthest they go is, I think, do they go to New England? I believe they go to New England. They go to New York, I believe. I mean, so they're staying on the East Coast the entire time, um, or you know, maybe Central. Uh, I think the con is just the fact that they play in a hard division. I mean, I think the Steelers, the Browns are going to be hard. It's always tough physical games. I think the Bengals – listen, I think the Bengals are going to be better. I think the Ravens will beat them both times. But, I mean, um, you know, I wouldn't sleep on them. That's for sure. Yeah, I can – I mean, I could definitely see the Steelers maybe trading a win and a loss with them. Uh, it's just a huge rivalry, and it's hard just to go in there and say you're going to win uh, both games of the season. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at the first half, maybe they lose the Steelers. Uh, maybe they lose to Kansas City. So, they could potentially look like five and two, six and one, maybe even seven and oh before they go to the bye week. And so, like you were saying, the furthest they go is Foxborough. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you really can't ask for a more favorable schedule than that. I mean, your games like against the Patriots, the Titans, uh, the, the Cowboys uh, are probably your hardest. And, and you're going to be at the Steelers, but to have – you know, the, had the Titans and the Cowboys at home, which are probably going to be your two hardest home opponents in that second half, uh, is, is looking pretty good for Baltimore. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, all right, so then the Steelers, I think a pro to the Steelers uh, schedule is the fact that, uh, listen, in the middle of the country to Dallas is really about as far as they travel, Brad. Uh, you know, I think traveling is a big deal. And then cons. Brad, I, I, you're a big Steelers fan, I know, but I think a con is honestly Big Ben's health. I, that's a con. It's not a schedule con, but it's a, it's a con because the thing is, is last year when he went down, they went from games that they were favored to win to games they weren't favored to win. And so, listen, his health. I mean, if he goes down early again, I think it's just going to be another long season. Um, but I could be wrong. Maybe Duck Hodges or or Mason Rudolph can – can come out. Cam Newton's still there. If he's still in the market, you maybe go out and grab him. So maybe it's a different, but my con to them is Big Ben's health because I think that it literally changes. I think it changes so much uh, about their season if he goes down. Yeah, I, it's really funny because I was looking at their schedule and I was like, man, we have a real chance to go 11 and 5, 12 and 4 if, if, if Big Ben plays a full season. And that really hasn't happened in, in several years. And so. Uh, but every season we're used to seeing him gone for three or four games, not the whole season like last year. Uh, they, I've had her, I've had seen reports saying that uh, this is the best they've seen Ben play since he started at Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, but, but don't they don't they say that about all players though? You I mean, know, that's, that's a, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they probably do. But in saying that, I mean, if he's healthy, I mean, 
say he's healthy the whole season because again we don't we don't know uh only god knows but uh i mean i can really see them going i don't know six and one maybe five and two in the first half of the season before the bye the the five and two maybe if they lose the titans i'm not, I'm not sure i don't i don't know if i buy that just yet uh but uh and then you look at the second half and i mean you're at Dallas, which I want to try to go to that game. You got Baltimore at home. You're at Buffalo. Uh, and then Colts, I mean, they're, they're the three games that I'm probably most worried about as a Steelers fan uh, post by. So uh, I think if Big Ben can stay healthy, I, I, I think it looks pretty good for this year. I'm not, am I saying it's, it's our year? I'm, I'm not. But am I saying that we can finally make it to the playoffs, missing the last three years and not winning a playoff game for four, four straight years? I think we could. Yeah, I, listen, again, I, I think it really just depends on how healthy Big Ben is. And uh, and if he's the best, if it's the best they've seen him, hey, that's that's great. Because, I mean, you know, he's he's had some really great years uh, as a Pittsburgh Steeler. All right, so for the Browns, a pro I have for them is, uh, I listen, their bye weeks in the actual, in the middle of the year, in the actual middle of the year, I think that that's a big deal to me. I mean, granted, some people say, ah, you know, if it's between week 10 and 12, that might be better if you're a playoff team. Maybe, but I think, I mean, you know, I think it was week eight, week nine, one of the two. And so I think, you know, I think that that's a, a pro of the fact that it's in the middle of the year. Uh, and I think a con for them is they open on the road against the Ravens and then have a short week uh, against a new uh, unfamiliar quarterback in Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, granted, you could say the Bengals aren't that great, but I mean, you got a new, you got a week, um, you have a, a short you have a short week and you're unfamiliar with Joe Burrow. I, I think that that could be a trap game of sorts, even though it's at that, at the beginning of the game or at the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, starting off with the Ravens on the road, it's going to be tough for the Browns. I mean, the, 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 the Bengals game, I feel like with Cincinnati and Cleveland, you can never tell with those teams. when they play each other for the battle of Ohio, it's, it's anybody's game. It's not even for the fact that it's a great game. <laughs> you just don't know who's going to lay the egg in that game. And so, yeah, so that's what I have there for Cleveland. Besides the fact that they do play some pretty tough opponents on the road. They play the Titans. They start off at the Ravens. They start, they play at Pittsburgh before the bye. They play at Dallas. Um, so, yeah, I think their road opponents are pretty tough. But, again, we'll see. Uh, but, I mean, maybe they finish 9-7 and seven this year. We'll see. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, they do have some tough opponents, especially on the road. Uh, the Bengals, um, listen, it's hard to come up with, with pros for a team that you just aren't sure how great they're going to be. Um, but they uh, they don't travel very far except for, like, to Miami and Houston. So, I don't think they travel to the West Coast at all. Um, and, I mean, that's good for them. Uh, and then, listen, they the con, though, is they don't play many teams who are uh, just as inexperienced as they are. I mean – uh, that's I think that's a big deal too. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, like you said, we just don't know what we're going to get with the Bengals this year. But I do think that their their schedule outside of the Steelers and the Raiders, or sorry, the Steelers and the Ravens, uh, looks pretty favorable. So it does. It, it really does. I mean, they could be they could be surprising. Honestly, out of that AFC North, I mean, there's seven there's seven playoff spots, and so that means that what three teams can get the wild card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I. I, I'm going to say it here. If if any team, if any division could get all four of their teams in the playoffs because of how favorable the schedule is to the AFC North, not saying it would be them, but I think it could be them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I haven't really looked at – maybe I haven't looked at the other schedules enough. But, I mean, they just – all four teams, I mean, I think have favorable enough schedules too. They can put it together correctly. They're going to get – they could get in the playoffs. And so it's going to be hard. They play each other too. So, I mean, you know, uh, the Bengals may be guaranteed at least five to six losses. But still, uh, you know, maybe the Browns are. Hey, you never know. Maybe – hey, maybe the Steelers are. Um, I doubt the Ravens are, but, I mean, you never know. All right, let's jump to the AFC East, the last one for the day, for the episode. We have the Patriots. Um, listen, uh, a pro for theirs is they got five time, they got five primetime games, and they don't have Tom Brady. Uh, I was a little surprised by that. I was. I was really surprised by that. But a con is, um, listen, I think that they have one of the toughest schedules I've seen them have in a long time, Brad. And uh, they travel a lot. They really do. They travel a lot. Yeah, they hit the West Coast up a good bit. I mean, the second week of the season, they play uh, at Seattle, and then they play at Kansas City. And then you, they, you have Denver at home with the bye. And then after that, you have San Francisco at home. You play at Buffalo. And then you had the Ravens at home. But then you play uh, the, at, Char- at L.A. Tw- uh, two weeks in a row against the uh, Chargers and the Rams. Uh, then you go back to Miami, and then you come back to play the Bills in prime time. So, yeah, this could be one of the toughest schedules I've seen them have in, in years. And maybe because Tom Brady's gone, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I mean, I'm not a big Patriots fan at all, but uh, they do have a tough schedule, I will say. Yeah, they, they really do. And uh, I don't even know if, if Tom Brady was still there. I mean, maybe he just knew. Maybe he had a look at the schedule, what the schedule is going to look like. Maybe that's why he left. Probably. But uh, <laughs> All right, so the Bills, a pro for them is they have four primetime games. Uh, and three of those are at the end of the year. I mean, I think that's a pretty big deal. Um, but a con is uh, three of the last five are on the road, Brad. And uh, now one of those home games, though, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. If Big Ben is healthy and playing, that game is going to be very hard for them, I believe. That's going to be probably a low-scoring game because you got two great defenses head-to-head. And it's – yeah, that should be a really good game. Yeah, I mean, honestly, let's just be real. I know they got Stephon Diggs, but they showed against us last year – uh, in Pittsburgh with a with a was a duck and then Mason Rudolph played a little bit. I think they both threw like I don't know a gazillion interceptions. So and saying that that that's a little if I'm a Bills fan, it's a little scary. But I mean, yeah, the where it gets tough is they play uh, they play at Las Vegas, they play at Tennessee. Uh, they do get the Patriots at the beginning of the season home in Seattle, but then they have to go to Arizona, San Francisco, uh, then Denver, and then at New England. So yeah, I I think again like looking at the Patriots road schedule. I think the Buffalo road schedule is not any friendlier. Uh, it's not maybe as bad, but it's probably probably one of the, the more harder or more difficult away uh, opponents. I agree with you there. And, um, yeah, so uh, the Jets, less than a pro, is uh, they get a big game, a big test early against the 49ers at home. Um, I mean, the 49ers have to travel from West Coast to East Coast to them. I'm not saying that that's a trap game for the 49ers that early, but maybe it is. I mean, I definitely am putting my money on the 49ers winning that game, but um, I'm not a betting man. But still, uh, if I was, I'd still put my money on the 49ers winning. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's good for the Jets. I mean, I think that if they had to go to the West Coast, they might get slaughtered by the 49ers. Um, But speaking of them going to West Coast, they do play the Seahawks and Rams back-to-back on the West Coast, Brad. That, um, <laughs> that's a formula that's not for success. 
Yeah, I guess it was just the, the way the schedule fell this year for the AFC East. Uh, but a lot of these, a lot of these road games uh, in the West against a good NFC West division uh, is going to be tough for teams like the Jets, who are going to struggle to get wins. Um, and this is not helping them in any any way. Right, right. Do you have a do you have a pro to their schedule at all? I mean, it was hard for me to find one. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers, uh, I mean. I mean, that's why I had to stretch for that, really. I mean, because playing the 49ers is definitely not a pro, but, I mean, the fact that they're coming to you. Yeah, I mean, I guess, the, them. Yeah, I guess the, the bye being as late as it is for them. I mean, they get a bye, and then they play the Dolphins, the Ra- Raiders at home, and then they go to the West Coast. So, I guess if I'm looking for a pro, uh, the bye being as far into the season as it is helps them a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. All right, so uh, the Dolphins' last team here, a pro for them is uh, on a short week. Um, they have a short week game. Uh, but, listen, they can take a bus ride to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, I mean, they play the Jags on that short week, and they're so close that they could take the bus ride. Uh, probably still would be better for them to fly. Um, would, would get there a lot quicker, but still. Uh, and then a con is between week five and nine, Brad, for the Dolphins. They travel out west three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for that, I mean, yeah, that's the con uh, going out there three times in, in five games. But another, another, I mean, a pro would be that they do get, uh, you know, they get Seahawks at home. Uh, they get the Chargers at home, the Rams at home, uh, the, the Chiefs at home, the Patriots in the season at home. So some of their more tougher opponents, I'm not saying San Francisco won't be tough or anything like that, but at least some, some more of their tougher opponents are more likely to be tougher are at home. And, and I think that would be a little bit in their favor. I mean, Miami's just kind of a weird place to play. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Um, all right, Brad, I, I think with the AFC East, honestly, uh, I said, you know, the AFC North, I could see maybe four teams getting in. With the AFC East, I mean, I definitely don't see more than one getting in. Um, and so, yeah. Um, now, the AFC North, again, I'm not saying that they will have four teams. I'm just saying that if somebody was going to, they could. All right, Brad, really? That's really about it for the episode. I mean, that's about all we have. Next week's episode, we're going to have the NFC. We're going to go up the NFC schedule. Uh, we're going to kind of go in depth. I hope you all enjoyed this. We've enjoyed this. And, uh, yeah, listen, on the uh, on the Facebook page, Golden Point Sports Podcast or Golden Point Sports, uh, you can go on there, comment about your favorite team. Uh, we've already went through the AFC, but it's the NFC. Comment about that. Comment about your team. Tell us maybe a pro and con that you have. Um, and you listen. We may have the same one, but that's okay. We may even read your comment out. So, uh, but anyways, without further ado, Brad, been a good episode. All right, folks. That's going to do it for another edition of the Golden Point Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Foster. With me, as always, is Brad Winter. Go check us out on Facebook at Golden Point Sports for more content, as well as uh, where you can find all the podcasts. Anything you need to know about Golden Point Sports, contact us. Anything is where you find us. So check it out.